Create Art Podcast, Project, National Novel Writing Month, and National Podcast Post Month. Hello, friend, and welcome to Create Art Podcast, where I help you tame your inner critic and create more than you consume. I'm Timothy Kim O'Brien, your head instigator with over 20 years in arts and education. Now, how do I do this? Well, I provide you with commentary, interviews, discussions, and projects that will inspire you to create art. Now, this month, November of 2021, I will be podcasting daily and writing a novel all within that 30 days. I'm participating in Nay Pod Pomo, which is National Podcast Post Month, and Nay No Rimo. I did this last year. I want to do it again this year. And you will find all the episodes right here at createartpodcast.com. Now, you'll be able to listen and read along to what I wrote for the day. I do like to practice what I preach when it comes to art. So I'm challenging myself again this year to write and have you come along for the ride. It's my hope that this inspires you to accomplish your goals with your art. And if you'd like to share what you're doing, feel free to email me timothy at createartpodcast.com. So let's get this show on the road. Okay, welcome back everyone. Today is 29 November and our daily count was 2047. I think this has been my best day so far. And that brings us up to 42,233, 42,233. So here we go. Cheryl and Carmine came running into the kitchen when they heard the audible thump to find Carl motionless on the floor with blood dripping from his forehead where gash formed. Cheryl let out a loud shriek just as Seth and Rachel came running in, carrying the limp body of Myra. Mom, Mom, Myra just passed out when we were outside in the playground. Why is Uncle Carl on the floor? Is that blood? yelled Seth, out of breath after carrying Myra. What happened out there? said Carmine, panicking. Myra was on the swings about a minute ago, and she passed out and fell to the ground while we were out there. And Seth picked her up, and we ran to get her inside. What happened, Uncle Carl? said Rachel. We heard a thump and found him on the ground. Don't touch him, kids. I'm going to call an ambulance. Get Myra on the couch in the living room, said Carmine, as she dialed the emergency number on her phone. Cheryl knelt beside Carl and wiped the blood gushing out of his wound on his head. She grabbed a towel and got it wet and placed it on the open wound and held Carl's hand, head in her, hand, in her arms. Shh. What happened, baby? Can you hear me? asked Cheryl. Cheryl asked to a, a still unconscious Carl. Once Carmine got a hold of the operator, she quickly relayed what happened and went over to check on Myra in the living room. The operator took down the information and dispatched an ambulance right away, but kept Carmine on the phone and gave her instructions on how to help Myra and Carl. When Nate heard all the commotion downstairs and the screams from Carmine and Cheryl, he quickly went downstairs as he was already dressed and ready to come down anyway. He first went to Myra and saw that she was still breathing and had a strong pulse. He then went over to the kitchen where Carl was and saw that Cheryl had controlled the bleeding, but the dish towel she used was soaked with blood. He grabbed two more dish towels and soaked them in cool water and gave one to Cheryl and took the other to Myra and placed the cool, wet dish towel on her forehead and Seth held it and had Seth hold it there. 
Carmine was still talking on the phone with the operator and told Nate that an ambulance was coming. He went back to the kitchen to help Cheryl and his little brother. What happened here? Did he have another episode? asked Nate. Carmine and I were in the other room when we heard a thump and found Carl like this on the floor. I guess he had one or he was uh, just so exhausted from last night and from the start of this whole thing that he passed out. Said Cheryl, how was Myra? She must have had an episode as well. She's on the couch and has a strong pulse. I think she will be fine. Carmine has an ambulance. Looks like you stopped the bleeding. Good work keeping the head elevated. Let's just keep them like this, and I will grab blankets for both of them so they don't go into shock. Hold on, okay? Said Nate. Tears started streaming from his face as he went back into the living room and found Myra talking with Seth and Rachel. He grabbed two blankets from the hope chest and put one on Myra and took the other to Carl. When he got back to the kitchen, he saw Carl talking with Cheryl and looking confused. He placed a blanket on Carl and knelt to hear what Carl was saying. I don't know what happened. I was just thinking about destroying the diary, and the next thing I know, I'm on the floor with a cold, wet towel on my head and feeling woozy. Did I pass out or something? asked Carl in a hurried and slurred voice. We're not sure, but we have an ambulance coming, so hold on tight and try not to sleep, okay? replied Nate. What do you mean you're thinking about destroying the diary? Won't that cause uh, more problems like this? Maybe that's why you passed out. You can't do that again. I don't think it'll help anyone. Myra passed out, probably at the same time you passed out, and she's in the living room, replied Cheryl. How is she doing? I want to see her, said Carl. Carl tried to get up as he spoke. Cheryl and Nate held him down, and he was too weak to resist. Myra is fine. You need to stay put until the EMTs get here. You aren't going to be able to do anything right now. Myra is awake and talking to Seth and Rachel and Carmine. Now what are you talking about? Did you do anything to the diary? Where is it? Asked Nate forcefully. I left it in the safe in my office at home. I was thinking if I destroyed it, that would break the curse and everyone would be okay. Myra could grow up and no one from the family would be impacted, said Carl. Well, even the thought of it seems to have proved you wrong with that solution. I need you to promise you won't think about that again, said Cheryl. The EMTs arrived at the house and Myra and found Myra on the couch and stabilized Carl in the kitchen. They took them both out of the house in their own stretchers and took them to the hospital where Nate had left earlier that day. Once they got to the emergency room, Carl let the doctors know about his condition and repeatedly asked about Myra. She was in the next room over and was calling out for Carl. Baby girl, listen to the doctors. I'm fine. Carmine and Cheryl will be here soon. Carl called out to Myra from his room. The attending physician asked uh, about Carl's relation to Myra, and he told him that he was adopting her. He gave no other details about Myra than that. When they asked who they could call, he let them know that his girlfriend and sister-in-law would be coming uh, shortly, and he wanted them to be able to come back and see them. The physician attending to Carl numbed his forehead and started putting stitches in where the gash was. Where the gash was. Carl didn't flinch when the physician was done. And when the physician was done, and Cheryl appeared with a nurse in his room. Ooh, that looks well. How are you feeling, dear? Asked Cheryl. Chick stick scars. Now I have a story to tell the grandkids, right? This is how we got together. I'm doing fine, sweetheart. I'd like to go home and rest up, but I think they want to keep me here. How is Myra doing? Asked Carl. Carmine is in there with her. We can only have grandkids if you stick around uh, for a long time. 
and we have kids. Doctor, how is he really doing because he won't tell me, asked Cheryl. He should be fine. His vitals are good. Must have passed out due to exhaustion. How has he been sleeping lately, asked the doctor. He doesn't sleep. That's the problem. He's an overachiever trying to be Superman. I, I mean Batman, said Cheryl. He'll be fine. Have him rest up, even if you have to tie him to the bed. I don't want those stitches to fall out. I put, a, I put some good work into them, and I don't want him to come back here when he, uh, to get them redone. He should follow up with his regular doctor in about a week to get them removed. The girl is doing fine. Her vitals are strong, and it's as if nothing happened to her. I know we'd like to keep her for observation, but I think she should be fine as well. Has she had anything uh, like this happen before? Asked the doctor. Not as far as we know. We're in the process of adopting her, and we weren't made aware of anything like that in her past. Cheryl lied. Well, make sure she gets some rest and follow up with her pediatrician in about a week. If either one of them blacks out, get them back here pronto. I think they should be okay, but just check on them when they're sleeping. Carl, can you promise to take it easy for a few days? Asked the doctor. If I say yes, do I get to go home? Asked Carl. I take it he likes to be sarcastic, said said the doctor to Cheryl. Yeah, him and his older brother. His brother was in here last night with something similar and just got out this morning, said Cheryl. Does his brother have the same tumor as you? Asked the doctor. Not as far as I know. They both are overachievers and work too many hours, said Cheryl. Carl, this won't get any better unless you take care of yourself. I hope not to see you in here again, said the doctor. Aw, oh, Doc, your work is great. Will I have to will I have a good scar to tell my grandkids about? asked Carl. If I say yes, will you get some rest? replied the doctor. Sweet. I'll go home and sleep for ten hours. Will that work for you? said Carl. The nurse came in uh, here with the discharge paper. The nurse will come in here with uh, their discharge papers. Just keep a good eye on him today, and if there's any issues like slurred speech or another blackout, get him back here, said the doctor as he headed out of the room. Carmine walked into Carl's room, shaking her head. I'll take you all to your apartment, Carl. Myra is fine. will be discharged with us in a few minutes. How are you feeling? Those stitches look painful, asked Carmine. Hey, sis, I'm doing great, and yes, I promise to stay in bed for the rest of the day. How's Nate doing, asked Carl. He's taking the kids out to luncheon for ice cream. Seth and Rachel are a bit shaken up seeing you carted out of our house in an ambulance with Myra. I need to grab the car and pull the front. Cheryl, can you stay with Myra? Asked Carmine. Sure, I'd be happy to, said Cheryl. She kissed Carl and left for Myra's room. Carmine stayed with Carl for a few moments and looked him over. What have you gotten us into, Carl? I need to know what this is. I need to know that this is not going to happen again. My nerves are fried, asked Carmine. I wish I could say it's a long story, but it started last week when Myra's father, or who we think was Myra's father, abandoned her in the uh, coffee shop where Cheryl worked. Nate is trying to figure out the specifics on how we can adopt her with no issues and kind of figure out her past. It's a bit of a ghost story that you probably wouldn't believe, said Carl quietly. I'm not a fan of ghost stories, and I'm not a fan of what's happening. Get done with whatever it is so we can return to our normal life. I love that brother of yours, and I'll be damned if I let anything happen to him. Does Cheryl know? asked Carmine. She knows about as much as you do. I promise to not keep you out of the loop. I'm sorry for all the trouble this is causing you and your family. 
I never intended for anything like this to happen, said Carl in tears. I know, just get done whatever it is with your brothers for your brother's sake. He loves you more than you can possibly know, and consider moving to our house so we can keep an eye on you. That girl of yours, Cheryl, is something special, and she deserves the best, like your brother has given me, said Carmine, as she left to grab the car. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to today's installment of Shared Diary. If you like what you heard, you can go to the website, createartpodcast.com. You can go to this post and leave me some comments and let me know what you liked and what you didn't like. I would suggest reading through last year's work first to know who Carl is and who Myra is and who Cheryl is and who all these people are. Uh, That would probably help. So again, we'll see you tomorrow. And I just wanted to let you all know, too, that sometimes I might miss a day or two in this month. Sundays are the days that I usually catch up if I miss any days during the week. So make sure that you're subscribed and following whatever podcast app you're using. And I want to thank you for listening in and reading uh, the story that I'm writing eventually will be for you. Have a great day. And this is a Gagopod East Studios production. Gagopod, where we've been helping creatives tell their story with podcasting since 2017. Take a look at gagopod.com and you'll see all of our network shows. All of them are designed to help you podcast. See you next time.